everybody, I'm on my lunch break and I'm just sitting in my car. I just finished eating a little bit. So, I figured this would be prime time to talk about something. Um, the other day I put out a post talking about suicide and also sharing my experiences on the matter. Now, some of you have messaged and said, you know, you were concerned, this, that, and the other. So, without further ado, I was actually going to talk about... My, my, I was going to talk about mental health and mental health in men, you know. I think about mental health because a lot of people, when it comes to mental health with the world that we live in, you know, we kind of put mental health at the back burner of things. We kind of, we take care of our finances, we take care of bills, we take care of our kids if we got any, but mental health is one of those things that kind of comes in last, if at all. Um, obviously I don't need to tell you that mental health is important. You know, your mental health, your mental stability is, it should be just as important as your physical health. But there are so many things that makes you believe that, oh, well, your mental health will be all right. Or not even so much that. It's just not, it shouldn't be on the list of things that's a priority. I think more than... I think about this a lot, actually, when it comes up and it's uh, it's it's one of it's just one of those things, you know, so I'll definitely talk about statistics and all that. My points of view on it, of course. And. Yeah, so on and so forth. So going into it. I was looking at some numbers a little a little while ago because again I do like to research what I'm I do like to research do my own research instead of just going off of what's being said so on and so forth. Um, statistically, men actually men actually commit suicide way more than women do. Uh, if we were to go if we were to break it down into race, I guess. Um, what I've read is that actually black males commit suicide out of all the males in America. Anyway, black males commit uh, more suicide than any other race in America. Um, quite, quite disturbing considering. And this is not, this is not talking about, this is not talking about you know, COVID. I'm not, I'm not throwing COVID in there, really. But, you know, you have, um, so, you got people, you you got people that, um, you know, you got males, they're only, as far as talking in talking therapy, you know, like that one, you know, like online therapy and whatnot, only 38% of males are actually doing this, actually being referred to, whereas 78% of deaths by suicide are male. Um, that's kind of a scary thing. I believe I did mention this before, but, you know, the numbers don't lie. You know, I was also looking at something about, you know, mental health in kids, which is, again, right up my alley because I was a child 
who had mental health issues. You know, one in five kids, you know, have mental health illnesses. Okay, one in five. You know, 43%, you know, has increased ADHD. You know, about 37% in teen depression. And there's been a 100% increase in suicide rate in kids ages 10 to 14. Now, these are just numbers, right? But I want you to think about this for a minute. Some of a, a lot of us are parents. Some of us are parents old enough and they go within that age range. What would you do if you found out that your 10 to 14 year old have thought about suicide underneath your roof? Okay. And better yet, I've either attempted or even commit, you know, was successful in the attempt of suicide. What would you do? How would you even feel? Most of you can't even place a finger on it. I know for a fact that I couldn't really imagine, I couldn't imagine such a thing because, you know, a lot of parents go with this default thing. Well, they're kids. They don't have anything to worry about. Yeah, wrong. Um, just because they're not worrying about bills, they're not worrying about the same things that you are. The things that they're worrying about at their age are just as important as the bills are to you. You know, as your job is to you, as they are to you. So why are we so disengaged? You know, coming out of the kids, why are we so disengaged with each other that we can't, you know, we can't, you know, make this better? We can't pinpoint this and do better about this. Why is this such a, why is this such a problem? Because right now, with our generation, we're a lot more distracted. We have so many things going on. There's so many avenues to to not pay attention to whatever is going on. It's unbelievable. You have social media, TV, music, you name it, it's there, okay? Because the reality is, is that the reality is just far too ugly to face sober. You know, you should face it either way, but you know... You know, it's it's a very ugly thing to even look at most of the time. Often I wonder, you know, what's, what are we going to be like in the next decade? Okay, because it's 2020 right now. What are we going to be in 2030? What are we going to be like in 2030? Are we going to be so... Are we going to be so disconnected? Like the science fiction movies, like The Matrix or whatever, where everybody's just kind of plugged in but not really not really re relating with each other or not. Well, Matrix is not a good example, but I'll tell you what movie does match this a lot is a movie called Equilibrium. If you've ever seen it, it's based where everybody is walking around with no emotion at all, and you literally actually go to jail for feeling any kind of any sense of emotion. I mean, the movie plot has a lot of holes in it, but the overall idea is not far-fetched from where we're headed, in my opinion. I know that with mental health issues within men, a lot of people don't realize this. A lot of females don't realize this, that it does affect a lot of things. It affects more than we realize. Okay, half the time, a lot of us guys aren't even aware of it. Like, if you're, if we're stressed, nine times out of ten, we're not going to be in the mood to, like, have sex or do intimacy or anything like that. It's the, it's the last thing on our mind. But... At the same time, we've also been conditioned to not express these kind of things, not express the stress or anything like that, because we don't want to be seen as weak. And oh my God, there's a guy with a bow and arrow. 
Anyways. Yeah, you don't see that every day. But. You got guys. Yeah, guys have been conditioned to not say that, look, I'm feeling this kind of way. But you also have females that are conditioned to not accept it either. Okay, I've known I've known all my life females that are like, I want men who are more in touch with their emotions. But, I, but at the same time, they don't want a man that is emotional all the time. Because they feel like, oh, well, that's my job to be emotional. So then where, where does that leave us? He leaves us with a generation of men that doesn't know how to doesn't know how to express him doesn't know how to express himself in a healthy manner you know whether it be in a passive aggressive or just strictly aggressive manner you have a generation of children that grow up seeing this example and picking up on it and therefore picking up the stressors of life and packing it in deep and whatnot and picking up the same mental health issues if not worse and as time passes, solutions to the problem begin to fade. But that's all I have for right now. I'm about to head back into work. Let me know what you think. You know, a lot of you guys have ways to get a hold of me. So, yeah, just let me know what you think.